Hello, friend. Welcome to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm Mike McCurry, your host. Very glad to be talking to you as we begin this week. You know, different weeks on this program have different themes, and this one is similar in that regard. But today, this week, I'll be going back in time to a concept, to a layout that we haven't used in a little while on Bible Tract Echoes. You see, I'm going to be speaking to a very specific, a very particular group of people. You say, hold up a moment, Brother Micah, am I part of that group or can I just tune you out today? Well, please don't tune me out too quickly because even if you are not a part, even if it's not you, I'm specifically talking to today, I believe you may just be helped. You say, okay, cut the suspense. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to the lost. I'm talking to those that today don't know Christ as their savior. You say, isn't that what Bible Tract Echoes is all about all of the time? Well, Oftentimes, you're absolutely right. Salvation is the central theme of the Christian's life, and telling the lost about our great Savior should be, well, we have a great commission. It should be a major part of who we are and what we do. But oftentimes, I'm endeavoring to give helps to the Christian. I'm endeavoring to encourage the Christian in being more proactive, more desirous of seeing people saved. And so it's a subtle difference, but it is a difference. And today, though, I will be talking very pointedly. You could even say bluntly, but also carefully to those that do not know Christ as their Savior. You say, based off of the radio stations that this program is played on, are you sure there are any lost people listening to you today? Well, I am so grateful. I'm so glad that God has allowed us to hear of multiple people that have come to a saving knowledge of his son, Jesus Christ, over these past few days and weeks and months. But yes, you're right. The radio stations, over 100 of which, in, in the domestic, the continental United States, and around the world that this program plays on, they are predominantly Christian radio stations that very likely have a large Christian audience. But can I tell you, friend, the fact that you call yourself a Christian, the fact that your parents raised you in church, the fact that you listen to Christian radio has no bearing on your eternal soul, and I will say, of the numbers of people that have received Christ as a result of this program, and let us know, many of them were just trying to find something good to listen to on their radio. Maybe they even listened to the podcast, the archived version of this broadcast, and because of something the Holy Spirit pricked their heart about, I am not fool enough to take any credit for people coming to Christ. I am just a crooked stick in the master's hand. And this program is a desire of mine to see lost people come to Christ and Christians be edified and more people be evangelized. And so today, if you don't know Christ, I'm talking to you. We will begin in an interesting place. We'll begin with the story of a man that lost everything it felt like. He's a friend of mine 
he asked me, would you mind if I shared my story by gospel tract? I said, I'd absolutely love that, Paul. Why don't you write a gospel tract and we'll publish it for you? We printed just a few thousand at the beginning, and we rapidly ran out of those. And tens of thousands of these gospel tracts called Freedom and Forgiveness have gone out around the world. Let me, allow me to, read Paul Peruki's story titled Freedom and Forgiveness. Paula, that's his wife, Paul and Paula, Paula and I were married in 1984 and had a very rough life because of drugs and much death. Just two years later, in 1986, my 18-year-old nephew died. Then my father died from alcohol. The very next year, my mother died in my arms. Her last words were, It's all right. But nothing was. Six weeks later, a best friend of mine living with us died. And a priest said that he was in heaven because he was baptized. Another friend was weeping because he had never been baptized. I was scared too. The next summer, Paula's sister, husband, and 10-year-old nephew were killed by a drunk driver. Our marriage was over. I thought a baby would save it and made a vow to God to live for him, but could not clean up and live a Christian life. I had always sold drugs. Paula, though, had quit. I gave up any hope. She was going to divorce me, and three months later, started a new job. A man I worked with invited us to church on May 20th of 1990. Think about this. All of this pain, all of this loss was really in about four years' time span. May 20th, 1990. The message that day was from me. The invitation and the knowledge that that Jesus paid it all was given to me by God through his men, and he saved my soul. I went home forgiven and going to heaven. It was Romans chapter 6 and verse number 23 that opened my understanding that salvation was God's gift through his son. Praise the Lord, I have not touched drugs or alcohol since. God called me to preach, and I trained at our local Bible institute. Paula trusted Christ on February 14, 1991, less than a year later. In the States, we served in nursing homes, the jail ministry, bus ministry, Sunday school, junior church, and wherever possible for 13 years. We then served in Eastern Europe for almost 14 years. Now I'm pastoring back in the United States, traveling mission fields and helping churches anywhere that God leads. No religion can save you. Let me say that again. No religion can save you, but God can. If you believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins, was buried, but rose victorious over death to save you to the uttermost, if you come to God by him, for he ever liveth to make intercession for you. This gospel tract entitled Freedom in Forgiveness It ends with these brief statements. The Bible way to heaven. First of all, the Bible says that everyone has a problem, and that problem is sin. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
That's the first statement. The Bible says that everyone has a problem, and that problem is sin. Next, the Bible says that there is a penalty for that sin. What is that penalty, you ask? Well, it's death. That verse that Brother Paul referenced, Romans 6.23, well, it's written in this gospel tract. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Next, the Bible says that this penalty has been paid. It's already been paid by whom, though? Jesus Christ. Romans 5.8 says, But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That word commendeth really just means proved. God proved his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, while we were dying and on our way to hell, Christ died for us. Realize this, you don't have to clean up your life first. And can I also say this? Technically speaking, you don't have to clean up your life afterwards. But if you're saved, you probably will want to. Can I tell you, friend, that if you think, oh, I just need to be clean for a couple of weeks, a couple of months before I get saved, I just need to stop going to the bars, I just need to stop living my licentious and fornicating lifestyle, I just need to, you fill in the blank. There are no preconditions on salvation. Jesus Christ offers it while you are yet a sinner. Lastly, the Bible says that a person must turn to the Savior. You must repent. Romans 10.9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Do you have questions? Do you need answers? May I encourage you, if there's something about what you heard today that pricks your heart, that squeezes your heart, that makes you think, yeah, that guy on the radio, he's talking about something that I don't have. Can I tell you, as a young boy, I came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ just like you can today. I prayed a prayer, and I realized there is no special power in the prayer. But the Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. There is no mantra, there is no hocus pocus, no mumbo jumbo in a prayer, no friend, but you can use that mouth that tongue to form the words that are impressed upon your heart. Something like this, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know that the penalty for my sin is an eternity in death and hell. But I don't want that. I want to accept the free gift of salvation. God, please save me. Please take me to heaven when I die. Thank you for the sacrifice of your son. Save me now. I repent of my sins. Amen. If you prayed a prayer like that, or you couldn't quite bring yourself to pray that prayer, or maybe, Christian friend, you want to know where to get this gospel track titled Freedom and Forgiveness so that you can give it out to your friends and neighbors and family May I encourage you to contact me? There's a multitude of ways. If you're just looking for this gospel tract, go to BibleTractsInc.org. BibleTractsInc.org. We'll send you some for free. 
If you're looking for answers, if you have questions, you can visit realbibleanswers.com. That's realbibleanswers.com, R-E-A-L, bibleanswers.com. Or you can reach out to me personally. I'd love for you to text me. Let me give you that number one time. You can text me directly at, you ready? 309-316-7240. One more time. 309-316-7240. Thank you so much for listening. I pray that you have a great day for His glory. Please join us every day this week. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.